It's a go and welcome to So You Think That Was Good Do You, a podcast where we take a look back at the films from your childhood and question the absurdity of their universes. My name is Evan and I have a confession for you listeners. I am no longer the infallible and perfect host you've come to know. You see... (laughs) We recorded and were to release an episode about The Faculty 1998 before this. Uh, It was a pretty good episode from the recording. I didn't get to editing it, but about to cover that. As I am a colossal fucking moron, uh, I was clearing up my disk space and uh, just control F'd something I tag on all my singular tracks and I just deleted them all permanently. It's no get it back. I absolutely fucked it. So these boys watched a movie and did a load of notes for absolutely nothing. And so it is my well-deserved punishment to guide you through this week's movie, Super Mario Bros. 1993. And to oversee my punishment, I am joined by Pantile and Carl, the two boys that I have slighted so harshly. I'm so sorry, boys. Devastated. How are you doing? I'm devastated, mate. We're going to sit quietly while you do your retake. Yeah. yeah. We we did ours. Our our recordings are still here. (laughs) Uh, A two-hour plus of you just ad-libbing in your own funny bits. (laughs) If you want, I could take my audio from this, put it into the faculty one, and we can release two episodes this week. Bonus episode. It makes zero sense. Oh, God. Yeah, that was bad. Other than that, how are you doing? Good, mate. I'm all right. Yeah, I was just saying off air that there's been a man walking up and down our street um, calling people robots and paedophiles all day, so I'm hoping he doesn't come past. Otherwise, that might make for some interesting audio, but yeah, other than that... Good. I hope he doesn't, because I hate editing four-person episodes. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I didn't have plans today or anything. Glad, glad to be back for another recording. <laughs> so soon. Well, you get to go away after this. Poor Johnny's got to sit with me again this week because of my mistake. We're going to do the sequel of this, because I know how much you love this one. There isn't a sequel. Yeah. Please, no. There they made is. four of what? No, they didn't. No, they didn't. (laughs) (laughs) One came out this year, though, 2023. Yes, yes, it did. Chris Pratt, Mm. famous Italian actor. (laughs) (laughs) Not like Bob Hoskins. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he ate a lot of spaghetti in this, which I'm sure we'll get to. (laughs) Well, let's get started, as we always do. With a plot synop. Carl, I know you sent me that one from ChatGPT, but I could not face reading it. I tried cutting it down, but it was still just unbearable. Yeah, just me practicing it. I sent one in the style of Mario, which turned out to just be adding the letter A after every few words. (laughs) And I think we just crossed the line into racism, to be honest. So (laughs) I'm glad you're not doing it. (laughs) Well, instead, I've gone to the usual source. The shitty top of Google. So here we go. Brooklyn plumbers Mario and Luigi get the shock of their lives when they discover a parallel world populated by the intelligent descendants of dinosaurs. It seems they weren't destroyed by a meteor millions of years ago, but hurled into another dimension. And now they have plans to rule our world. It's up to our unlikely heroes to battle the evil King Cooper and his Goomba guards, free the beautiful Princess Daisy, and save mankind in this adventure of a lifetime. Makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> Nothing I described then was Mario, though. <laughs> Everyone knows that meteorites split dimensions. 
Everyone knows that. That's common knowledge. I will say from the outset that I'm going to be heavily into the defence of this film because it is pivotal in my nostalgic brain. It's a... It's one of those ones that was recorded off the telly. Yeah, I must have watched it dozens of times when I was little. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna be back in it, I reckon. Well, unlike Johnny, I don't think, Cole, you've not seen this before, have you? I had not, and I really <laughs> wish that had remained the same, because <laughs> I, I, I was just saying before we started, I started watching this in the a.m. and finished about 5 p.m. today. I've never <laughs> taken so many breaks. I've never been so angry. <laughs> Uh, I, I know this is supposed to be my punishment, but usually I feel like that for your yeah. picks, Carl. <laughs> it's nice for you to be in the same space. <laughs> awesome stuff. Well, I haven't seen this before either, so I have none of the sentimentality, but it is nice to have some balance here. So let's let's see as we go, eh? And I'll begin the movie. I was going to say, as we usually do, but this doesn't begin with a panning shot of some random shit from the film. This mm. is like quite a cool intro. It's sort of a pixely version of how the world was 65 yeah. million years ago. So very reminiscent of what the games were. 16-bit or 32-bit style. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And it's Brooklyn 65 million years ago. And this is where the meteor comes down. We see it come in on the pixels and it crashes. And it explains that the impact of the meteor creates a parallel dimension with the mm-hmm. dinosaurs, presumably just from Brooklyn, not yeah. the entire world, survived and evolved into intelligent beings. Yes. Just yeah. as the, the plot Makes perfect there. sense. What yeah. if the dinosaurs weren't all destroyed? What if the impact of that meteorite created a parallel dimension where the dinosaurs mm. continued to thrive and evolve into intelligent, vicious, aggressive beings? Yes. And what if they found a way back? Yeah, perfect sense. I mean, you know it makes fuck all sense when that's how they start the movie. Just a voiceover that goes, tell, don't show, we cannot. How do you show this? I like the way that we're on the same evolutionary timeline as dinosaurs as well, even though we descended from apes and that we look exactly the same, but I'm sure we'll get to that. Oh, we'll get to all of that. We've got so much coming. Let's not put the brakes on here. So the, uh, there's a second opening now where it's raining in New York, uh, Brooklyn is presumably, and a woman places a, a dot, well, it's, a, it's a rock we find out later, it looks like a diamond at the time, but it's an important rock in the movie, into like a device, uh, and knocks the door of this orphanage, and then runs off. She knocks like eight times in a row, mm. then she runs away though, like she should never have been caught, but I feel like it was like several cuts that were looped into one to make it, oh, I don't know what the fuck was going on, I'm, I'm stalling us boys, and she retreats into the sewers, we go back to the nuns in the orphanage, and they open the device, well, and inside that is a fucking egg, yeah. and they don't freak out, they're just like, ooh, egg, and then the sewer, we come back to the sewer woman, and she's accosted by, presumably is King Cooper, back to the orphanage, <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot happening. We've got to cover all this before we get to the actual movie. The egg cracks open, but inside the egg, it's just a fucking human baby, a naked human baby, and the the, mm. the mothers in this orphanage yeah. are like, oh, this is a baby. But then the camera pans and shows you all of the baby. Congratulations, yeah. it's a girl. <laughs> yes! <laughs> this, this implies that humans in that universe lay giant eggs. Yeah. But... <laughs> Just have human-looking vaginas, I guess. That must yeah. hurt. Oh, oh gee, yeah. gee, this egg is like the size of a football. <laughs> it's, it's. I thought you looked oh, something big. out of the Mandalorian. Yeah. It was Baby Yoda kind of pop out. Did this not make those nuns question their faith a little bit? 
Well, right? A child is born from an egg. As soon as these nuns see dinosaurs, God is out the window, bro. <laughs> and how do you know that woman's from a different dimension? Because nobody here would give their child to the Catholic Church. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't they just assume that it was like the spawn of Satan? Like, You'd assume so, and yeah. it pretty much is. Well... <laughs> The heir to some underworld dimension ruled by <laughs> monsters. Makes perfect sense. We are now introduced to the main characters of this movie, I guess, Mario and Luigi, and they own Mario Brothers Plumbing. Sorry, I've just remembered that the last name is Mario, but we'll get to that. <laughs> and their slogan is, there's no leak too small. Luigi's like locked into this program on TV at the moment, which just happens to be on about parallel universes setting up even though there's a guy who just voiced over the start of the movie telling us about parallel universes, this is his little setup for the rest of the movie. And Mario gets a call about some work. He, he really wants to find work. There's a lot of competition in New York for plumbing, apparently. <laughs> and they're, like, struggling to get a job. As they go into their apartment, did you see what they had on the wall? It was a gun rack, but with instead of guns, it was plumbers um, fucking... What are they, the plungers? And I was like, it's, it's, it's either like a trophy case or a gun rack. Like, it's a, either way, it's pretty strange. I, I mean, I'm a tradesman and I don't keep my saws on the wall. Plumbing defines Mario. Or that and hitting on bitches. He is like the world's sexiest man in this movie. Like, nobody can see what he looks like. <laughs> Luigi also had one of those... Do you remember the, the, the pin things? Like, the case of pins and you put your hand on it or whatever. And it would do an imprint oh, of your hand. Yes. That was a massive nostalgia hit for me. Do you remember having those? He put it on I've his face. got one face. in this room somewhere. Have you, <laughs> mate? I remember... Well, you only ever put your hand or your face on it. Or if you're feeling exotic, something uh, else. <laughs> I, I would do something else if I didn't feel someone else was putting their face in it soon. <laughs> yeah. Or you'd forget to get rid of the imprint and everyone would know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just put some more pin lines a bit further down. <laughs> So uh, Mario and Luigi pop into their van because they've got to get to this next job quickly because there's so much competition. And just pausing it there, in this scene, for some reason, Luigi is wearing red and Mario is wearing green. I have no other notes about that. It just really annoyed me. This is the first time we're seeing them in those colours and they've got them wrong. That's the case for over half the movie. It's infuriating. Mm. <laughs> Strike one, as far as I'm fucking concerned. They don't suit up until over an hour in. <laughs> Where is my super yeah, oh, it's suit? Well over an hour, yeah. It's like an hour and 15, I think they finally suit up. And then there's only half hour of the movie left. Mm. It's a very long half hour, though, to be fair. It's all very, very long. long. <laughs> they arrive at the house, and Mario is furious that Scarpelli plumbing has arrived there first. Yeah, so in this world, you call every plumber in Brooklyn and see who arrives first, apparently. He got the phone call and said, yeah, we're on our way. And so then that person must have been like, well, call the next one and then see who arrives first. First come, first to serve. That's what it is in this universe. <laughs> and set it for later, because I'm not sure how much we will mention him. Scarpelli is like the antagonist for the overworld. He's the guy Mario hates, and he's also an antagonist for Daisy, who we'll meet soon. But he disappears from the movie very soon, so he's not that important. He must mm. have been an antagonist four script rights ago or something, because he is irrelevant to any of it. Unless the outcome is that he becomes a monkey at the end. <laughs> but why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, it all makes sense. This guy's running a successful business, so he must be punished. 
I think the thing is, is that he's like strong arming people. He's like a mob boss, isn't he? Because he's they're threatening him. Oh, we all hate students. <laughs> he says that, but like she, she infers it as a threat. But we find out that he's not even the one kidnapping the girls. Yeah. It's just the dinosaurs. So he was genuinely just saying to her, be careful, girl. <laughs> well, <laughs> Students right. be missing. <laughs> so we're exactly on that scene now. We cut over to the dig site where Scarpelli is. It's his dig site. He's building something. He's blasting in the ground because he's found some mineral or some bullshit. It doesn't matter. But in doing so, they found dinosaur bones unlike any other. So the university was called over and Daisy... Mm. from the games is a student <laughs> in this universe <laughs> and um she's helping dig up these bones and you're right johnny scopelli says here girls are going messing in new york uh you got you better hurry up here so it is a bit of a veiled threat but he wasn't really gonna do anything he's a he didn't deserve what happened to him friendly local businessman <laughs> <laughs> Daisy uh, now runs over to a payphone nearby. Nearby? She walks halfway across New York. <laughs> <laughs> well, the dig site wasn't in Brooklyn, and the movie needs her in Brooklyn to be near the Mario Bros. So she walks <laughs> halfway across New York, and uh, she bumps into Luigi at the payphone, and he's like immediately infatuated with her and lets her go first. And she calls the university for more security. What the fuck are they going to do? Some interns from a fucking security trainee course? What <laughs> fucking security? I like the way that she asked for more security when they have zero security. That they really... <laughs> Any, Any security. <laughs> it could be one man with a spug gun and that would be security. Oh, I, I hate it here as well. How? So Luigi's trying to flirt with Daisy because she needs to be in the movie with them. And Mario is, like, whispering in his ear what to say to her. And it's so sexually charged. I hate it. Like, it's got real, like, incoming threesome energy. And then he he tells her to invite her out for dinner. But from her perspective, she must think she's going out with both of them. And they're going to fucking group rail her. Well, yeah, but she doesn't know that not Peach is going to be there. What was her fucking name? Christina. Imagine if um, she was really after Mario. And she was like, oh, the one giving him the, the suggestions is the real one that I'm after. The, the useful one, the plumber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Luigi does no plumbing in this movie. Although Bob Hoskins is obviously a brother of Luigi, whose name's escaped me. What's his name? John Leguizamo. They look so similar. Do they? No. <laughs> oh, you're taking the piss. <laughs> they, despite both having black hair, they are... Probably 25 years different in age. But are they related? Because in our next scene, she yeah. talks about how she was abandoned as a child. And John Leguizamo says, oh, you don't know who your parents are either. Yeah, Mario which, raised I... me. So either Mario's yeah. never mentioned mum and dad ever in the time they've been raised, or it's just some old dude who's raising him. I did think that because he doesn't refer to, he says he was my mum, he was my dad, he was my brother, he was my uncle, he was everything. Oh. But he is his brother. So yeah. if he had been adopted, he would be his dad. And Mario does mention his dad and his granddad later on when he says about the tool sayings he always spurts out to uh, Luigi when they're fucking sabotaging the boiler room later on. But that's it. Yeah. This movie's all over the place. We don't need to drill into this whole parent stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, this is where they're at dinner. This is a good place to uh, add this, actually. So, Johnny, you said before we started that there were some scenes you didn't remember in this, yeah. on this rewatch. And it's because another director was brought in 
and added a whole bunch of other stuff, uh, like 20 minutes of walking around and right. eating dinner, stuff he thought would be useful exposition. <laughs> His rationale was that people wouldn't understand if they jump from one place to another or something happens Thank God. Uh, without you being specifically told by a character. Yeah. <laughs> so they added a bunch of these walking around scenes where characters are doing nothing. But then later on in the movie, they do just jump around when I could have used a tad of explanation for what was going on. All they do Seeming. is jump from scene to scene in this movie. Seemingly teleporting. So they filled the, the wrong they filled the bottom half with these scenes. Yeah, so that's I, what they thought the exposition was needed. But I needed it later on when there were fucking dinosaurs and that. <laughs> so I assumed that I, I would like because it was a film that was recorded off the telly on a video, and I assumed that like my dad just recorded it twenty minutes in because I didn't remember any of the beginning. But maybe I do remember the them racing around in the the uh, the van though. So maybe that was early on. So I must have seen that. Maybe it's one of those things then. Yeah peculiar well, place to edit that <laughs> like you said they could have done with I it know later you love on. this Johnny <laughs> but it's not the worst problem of this movie <laughs> this film is flawless Daisy explains here that um, the element found in the rock means that the meteorite it's something we've all been told but the meteorite fell in Brooklyn 65 million years ago and my bone of contention with this is that it must be why there's so much competition for plumbers in Brooklyn, because it's sitting in a huge fucking crater and constantly <laughs> fills up with fucking water. <laughs> Everyone just needs bilge pumps in their houses. <laughs> <laughs> and yet they still can't get a fucking job. Scarpelli's all over it. And I was also confused by Christina. Is that her name? Who the fuck is she? Uh, Where is Peach? <laughs> <laughs> Who the matter. fuck is Christina in the Mario games? Uh, who's Christina? What Mario's girlfriend? Oh, was is that not her name? It's something like that. Daisy. No, no, no. That's Luigi's girlfriend, yeah. Princess Daisy. Isn't this your favourite movie? Um, <laughs> yeah, Melissa, something like that. Generic Italian American yeah. female, <laughs> Anne Marie. <laughs> and this is also where we find out that this uh, that Daisy was the egg girl from the beginning of the movie, the naked baby, uh, because she said that she was brought up in an orphanage and all that. So far, the least believable bit of this movie, then, is that girl raised in Catholic orphanage becomes archaeologist. <laughs> we know, we know you were birthed from an egg, but they did not exist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they leave the, the restaurant, and we see two of the other villains now sitting outside watching them. This is Spike and Iggy. I think Iggy is from the games. No idea if Spike is. Is Spike Bowser? Uh, and, uh, I don't think Bowser's in this, is he? Don't know. No, I think. Well, I thought it was assumed that Bowser was the one that Cooper overthrew, but then that guy was like a mushroom boy of some kind. I don't. I don't know. You know. I don't think they completely stuck to the games with this movie. I, if I'm <laughs> honest, kind of veered off here and there. I don't think they even played the games because they didn't get the characters right. <laughs> they didn't even get them in the right clothes for most of it. Just put them in a primary colour and put that camera on. <laughs> one, one of them's green, one of them's red. I don't think anyone knows who's who. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, Spike and Iggy are watching from a, a car nearby and they've been sent by Cooper to collect Daisy because they know that she was, or she's the princess heir of, I don't know, wherever the fucking dinosaurs live. And they're arguing over who to kidnap her. They're, they're fucking useless. Mario and not Peach drive home together and, and they think that that is Daisy mm. and follow them instead. 
and Luigi walks Daisy home. This is one of the scenes that was added where they thought we might need this... more exposition again. Oh. That, that wasn't exposition. It was just the worst date in history. As they both talk back and forth going, no, I'm really weird. No, I'm really weird. You shouldn't date me. If you want to leave me, I would understand. It's Florence and I have awful. that conversation daily. <laughs> they do We're a weird engaged. bit of trauma bonding over the fact yeah. that both their parents are dead yeah. and then go, you shouldn't be with me. I'm pretty fucking awful, to be fair. Star-crossed orphans. <laughs> I did like the bit um, with Spike and Iggy where they after Mario's girlfriend thinking it's Daisy... And she's like, is that her? You sure that's her? And she's like, she's wearing a d- disguise. I can spot it a mile off. And it's clearly, it looks nothing like her. <laughs> Even though humans in our universe look just like people in their universe, they can tell the difference. <laughs> they must be able to. To be fair, they've already kidnapped like six women and just keeping them in a room in their dimension. I guess their plan is just <laughs> kidnap all of Brooklyn. And eventually we'll get her. Well, Daisy offers to show Luigi the dig site, so she takes him over there, and this is where Spike and Iggy kidnap Peach. No, not Peach. Uh, Her name is Daniela. Yeah, I've written it below this note here. Daniela, that's that's this character's name. (laughs) Um, And Daisy's showing Luigi the the dinosaur bones at this point. For some reason, Mario missed Daniela being kidnapped. He dropped her off, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Like, of course he lives with his brother. Why would his girlfriend live with him? <laughs> Daisy uh, shows Luigi with dinosaur bones. They're all underground in this like big blasted tunnel. And they just kind of look like dinosaur bones. I think maybe they had an extra finger that was supposed well, to be yeah, a thumb. Sa- and that's she says them. that it's like a monster pretending to be human. It's even mm. got opposable thumbs. That's her mum, right? That's where her <laughs> mum died. Is it? I don't know. I mean, her mum died in the tunnel. And then they've just dug up some bones. And it all collapsed in. Oh, shit. Oh. But why would her bones look like that when... Why, yeah, when she, she looked was just human. a woman. But she had, like, a dinosaur's head. Yeah. Don't worry, it'll all make sense. She's showing them the tunnel, and as they're looking, they see two men run out from the tunnel behind them, and they're wearing Scarpelli uniforms. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. This is the last time he's mentioned until the end of the movie. It's a good job they do their sabotage in uniform. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what my we'll notes do are. Do it under the cover of night, but make sure we're wearing our work gear. Just so we can be so easily identified from a distance. What were they wearing? Oh, Scarpelli uniforms. Oh, right, it was them then, was it? Well, otherwise, first you have to go home and change and then come back out and finish your job. So it's easiest to go straight after work. And then go home. Do you know how bad the traffic yeah. is on the way home? <laughs> that Brooklyn, Brooklyn traffic. Yeah. <laughs> That's why she walks 16 blocks for a payphone. <laughs> uh, yeah, they flood the tunnel. They've turned on one of the pipes. But luckily, Luigi's a plumber, right? Mm-hmm. Wrong. He calls Mario, the only plumber in no, this No, he movie. doesn't call Mario. They teleport to Mario's house. They run home to get him. We need to go get Mario. Teleport to the house. Mario, we need your help. Teleport back. Well, what are they going to do? Go to a payphone in Brooklyn? They might as well just fucking get him. (laughs) It's quicker to walk home. (laughs) Well, luckily Mario does know how to fix this, which turns out just to be tightening a loose bolt that they loosened. And Luigi's like, just passing tools to him. He's, I think he says at one point he's an intern or an apprentice or yeah. something. He must have got to using wrench day of apprenticing by now. 
Hasn't got his license. Grab your belt, kid. We're going in. I can't use a wrench without supervision, actually. So I haven't, I haven't got my wrench card yet. <laughs> I'm not licensed to carry a wrench. A wench? <laughs> a wrench. Well, Iggy and Spike have finally figured out what's going on, and they have followed Mario to the sewers, and they sneak in behind them and. Just brain them. They take out two big wrenches and smack these two balls. Do they have a license for those wrenches? Over the back of the hell. <laughs> they are using them incorrectly, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> That's true. This is what Luigi would have done if he'd tried to use. <laughs> this movie's breaking me, man. I can't read these plot notes. <laughs> and they kidnap Daisy. They descend into like a cave system below the, the tunnel they're in, and Mario and Luigi pursue, and they jump to like this fucking portal in the rock you can see her face like coming in through the wall can't you and it reminded me of again the mummy yep where his face is coming through the sand oh but that's sick in the mummy what are you saying this wasn't good evan you can take that statement and apply it to the entire fucking movie mate don't narrow yourself to this scene and they let her pop her head through like six times because they keep missing the necklace around her neck and that's important for them. And then they grab it and then they seem like they're going to head back into Brooklyn because Mario doesn't want any part of this underground nonsense. But they do jump in and they end up falling through like concept images for Doctor Strange. It's freaky like, I don't know if it's supposed to be like mushroom related it's, stuff. Yeah, it's like in the game, isn't it? Where they're no, like, it's, is it it's like not. In the it, game? it is not. Nothing in this is like in the game. When, when you get the power up, when you have the mushroom, when you're turning yeah. into Big Mario, you go that yellow and, and red flashy colour, don't you? No. No? You you watched... See, that's the problem with watching this movie. It erases all of the Mario <laughs> When you eat the mushroom, you go big. When you eat the star, you flash multicolour. That's what I mean. And you become invincible. That's what I mean. They become invincible. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, John, and Fuck this movie. Because what is a meteorite if it isn't just a fallen star? <laughs> Fuck. Oh. <laughs> Let's just end it there. Evan can delete your audio and we'll just call it. <laughs> oh, well, they, they end up in... I, I don't know what this place is really called, so I'm going to call it Coopertown. I believe Threat. it's called Dino Hatton. Yeah, which isn't better. Bad. Coopertown is probably better. Let's call it Coopertown. We'll call it Coopertown because that's what my notes say. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks exactly like New York, just a bit grimier. I mean, you still got your street DJs. You still got yellow taxis everywhere. I haven't been to New York. Are there are there street DJs? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it looks a lot like Evan's idea of New York. <laughs> the world's pretty cool. Uh, as, as something that they've designed, it's pretty awesome. And it all the cars amazing. are going round on like Disagree. tram lines almost. They're all attached to the to a electric wire. Yeah. And apparently, the idea behind that was that because of where oil comes from, a society of dinosaurs would not use it for fuel. Which mm. is quite a cool idea that they do not explain in the slightest. And I found that reading Wikipedia. That would have been. That would have been. You know, that's good. a cool fact. I wish. Yeah. I could have found that out watching the movie. There's no way that was the intention of someone in the in the writing room. That is someone who is a fan of this movie was scrabbling desperately <laughs> for things that could add value to this and thought of that and was like, that's going in the wiki. Johnny's would... been on Wikipedia editing today. <laughs> <laughs> what is a star? 
if it's not just a <laughs> fallen meteor. <laughs> I would put good money on the person who designed the sets for this being the same person who did Demolition Man. I have never seen it. When they're under I the city. I have seen it. Yeah, but very And that's another ago. one I watched a lot when I was younger. Same sort of weird ones to cross over, but I watched that a lot and it's very similar. That sort of almost it feels subterranean and it's just dark and dingy and rusted and run down. I thought it looked amazing. It was really cool. Everything's sort of a bit Mad Max and sort of post apocalyptic because it's it's this horrible place, isn't it? That's the why Cooper, as we learn, he wants to they want to merge dimensions because we've got all the resources and clean air and food and they've got nothing apart from desert. They look the same. Or oh, Honestly, you're drowning in street DJs and plumbers, man. <laughs> Can't move for street DJs. <laughs> <laughs> well, Luigi disagrees with me because he says they ain't in Brooklyn anymore. And they're sort of making their way through the streets. Everyone is human, by the way. They look human. This movie does not have the budget to turn everyone into dinosaurs all the time. And this is a busy subterranean street. And and a woman they bump into in the way in a very like New York fashion is angry at them for bumping into them. And I love that she called them egg suckers. It does come up a few times in mm. the movie, but this is the first time. And I love that the equivalent to that in the overworld would be baby suckers. <laughs> I don't have anything to expand on that, but I just couldn't not mention it. You baby sucker. Oh. Fuck you. <laughs> you can't teach him to do it though. <laughs> They bump into this old lady on the street who's like pretending to help them. She's like, uh, you've got to be careful out here. This is a dangerous place. Everybody has a weapon. Do you have a weapon? And they, like the fools they are, say no. And then she just pulls out a fucking gat and attempts to rob them. She takes the, the little rock that's hanging around Luigi's neck. And just before she gets out of there, Big Bertha jumps in, throws this old woman over the railing and Legend. into the, the streets below them. And she like lands in a taxi and just starts shooting people down there. And you think Big Bertha's going to give... Uh, she's just a, a big woman in a red jumpsuit, by the way, right now. We don't know her name is Big Bertha, but she will come later on. And she just rocket boots off and it's like, fuck, fuck you, boys. And she goes about 20 feet in the other direction. And they're just like, ah, that's lost now. Did anyone get that reference? Big Bertha? Oh, no. Turns no. out she somehow is the big fish in the underwater level of one of the Super Mario Brothers. Somehow they made that oh. connection. I'm like, yeah, that works. There's another one. This is definitely a video game movie. <laughs> I have such fond memories of those rocket boots. And not, not so much they... in this scene, but the, the following scenes. Well, are they rocket boots or jumping boots? Because it seems to alternate between jumping yeah. for the first hour and a bit of the movie and then at the end suddenly they're, they're flying, flying boots yeah. yeah and the connection to the game with those is that you put the bullet bills from the game that's in it. that's the, the big bullet they use in mario kart and they're in the game yeah they're just loading 40 mil grenades into some shoes at this point <laughs> yep and they put those in guns later and use them to actually shoot bullets so who knows what they do just whatever you need in the scene the only thing i've enjoyed about the only thing i enjoyed about this so far was just the fact that they have like an america that's run by this dyed blonde hair, narcissistic, wannabe dictator. Everyone's going around attacking each other with weapons. And you can't be safe from your own police force. And I was just like, <laughs> if this was made now, we got a bit on the nose, isn't it? Yeah. But somehow, <laughs> this was made in 1993. Yeah. We skipped over this, but Cooper did at one point find out that Mario and Luigi have the rock he's looking for because he needs it. 
oh, fucking he needs to merge it back with the original Meteor so they can merge the two worlds. And he put out a, a call to the police to arrest any plumbers you meet. Uh, and then at this point in the movie, Mario and Luigi are arrested by just just the police. It's just the police. It's mm. not like they don't fancy it up in any way. These are no. just police officers in a police car. And they pop them in the back of there and take them down to the police station. <laughs> oh, and this is where, when they're put in a cell, this is where we learn that their names are Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. Yeah. But they're arrested with Toad, right? That the the busker is Toad. <laughs> yeah, sure. I guess. He's got the same <laughs> name as a thing in he's the got game. Got a name from the game. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, there's also Big Bertha, mate. Toad is played by a guy called Mojo Nixon, who has a uh, songs you might have heard of them: Jesus at McDonald's and Tie My Pecker to My Leg. <laughs> you know, Mojo Nixon. <laughs> but yeah, I thought I, I did wonder why. I mean, at least give him, like, a funny hat or something. But there are dinosaurs in this. Make him a mushroom yeah, guy. Yeah. There are mushrooms. Yeah. In, there's a mushroom guy in this movie. That I assumed that that was Toad. In a bit, they give him a xylophone. <laughs> Classic Toad. Yeah. You know, like in the, in the game. <laughs> when the police are taking them to the to the police station as well did you see how the police car stopped oh that is pretty cool yeah like an it's, aircraft it's carrier like an aircraft landing on an aircraft carrier <laughs> yeah. yeah which implies that no vehicle well none of the cars have brakes in there that is implied yeah so they have somehow like this tram system of electricity running all of their vehicles they have rocket boots but they haven't mastered the perfect art of brakes <laughs> <laughs> Toad provides a load of exposition about how the king is a mushroom of some kind and Cooper is unhappy with that because he's being mushroomized or something. I I don't know. Toad says a thing about how some people think the fungus is the king and then it turns out, yeah, that is actually what it is. These fucking nutjobs who have a weird theory. It turns out, yeah, that was it. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, Just cool. Just watch the movie. If you want to know what that's about, watch the movie. But even then, you won't know. <laughs> Mario and Luigi are then pulled into one of the little side rooms, an interrogation room, and they're approached by a guy. It turns out to be Cooper. He's just trying to trick them into giving him the rock. They don't have it because it's been stolen by Big Bertha at this point. He fucking freaks out. He slaps him. I did like that little slap. But then he was like, yeah. I see, I am evil. Mm. He's a clean freak for <laughs> one scene and then it never matters again. It's like a character trait <laughs> yeah. that is very important Just to him for nothing. one scene. Yeah. Which I suppose is supposed to be like a reaction to all the fungus. Because he so. knows the know. king is the fungus. But I, I don't know. Would that scene have been better if we hadn't already been introduced to him? If that was our first introduction to him and you don't know who he is? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And it was played out a bit longer. Yeah. yeah. He was um, yeah. played by who, who was it? Dennis Hopper, and I've got I've, I'm not someone that I was familiar with before rewatching this, and I did a bit of a deep dive into him. Turns out he was a rowdy boy back in the day. <laughs> he, uh, in <laughs> in an interview, he revealed that he consumed twenty eight beers and half a gallon of rum, coupled with three grams of cocaine, on a daily basis. At the height of his alcoholism, he quoted, "It's not as hard as it sounds. If you mix the rum like I used to, then you can drink all day long at no problem. I used to get thirsty, and if you have a beer or two, you're not thirsty anymore." <laughs> <laughs> I'll be uh, interjecting my three uh, favourite Dennis Hopper moments throughout this. Nice. <laughs> 
Well, Cooper takes these boys back into, I don't know, it's like his science room. There's a big chair in there with a big unit that goes over your head and he's about to show it off. This is his de-evolver, which we already have a word for. It's devolve. Maybe the game studio already existed and they couldn't use the name. I don't know. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. This is Toad they've brought in because he's been playing too much music like Toad does in the games. <laughs> so, is he descended from a Toad? Is that Ooh. how this world works? Or are they all descended from dinosaurs? Well, Toad is a mushroom. He's a toadstool mushroom. That's why he's called Toad. Not in this Maybe isn't. the people who wrote this movie didn't know that and assumed Toad and went, Toad? Dinosaur, yeah, Near close enough. enough. So yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> and they stick this machine over his head and he gets turned into another thing I fucking hate, a Goomba. Yes. So in this one character, they've they've mixed three different things. Yeah. So they, they're all Coopers, technically, because all Coopers are those those little dinosaur-looking things in the games. The body what? The dinosaur. Just the main Cooper. It just happens to be his last name. And then his he is Toad, and he gets turned into a Goomba, which is the little brown mushrooms from the game, if yeah. you remember those. They're the ones oh, they're, they're the ones that So they're just mashing it all into really one. long coats on and then really broad shoulders and a tiny head, right? Those yeah. ones in the game. Yeah, I remember those. Just like in the movie! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Just like in the great, great movie. Perfect sense. <laughs> well, Mario and Luigi aren't having any of that. And somehow they avoid all the guards in the room and they fumble around. It, it just seems like such first shot stuff. They were just like, yeah, that'll do. <laughs> and they just push this guy somehow into the unit and turn the machine on, not knowing how it works. And every other machine in this universe, by the way, is a point and click gun type machine. Apart from this one, because we haven't had a chance to, to show you those yet. Yeah, we're shown that there are six Gumbas in this room, and then they decide to attack the leader of the entire world, and they've all vanished. It's just <laughs> one guy defending him. <laughs> and so, yeah, they put him in the de-evolving machine. What's his name? The leader. Cooper. Cooper. King Cooper. King Cooper. They put him in the de-evolving machine, and then now it doesn't work? They take it off before he could do it, don't they, but properly? Who takes it off? He just kind of pops in and back out again. Don't worry no about it. No one stops it. <laughs> His eyes, like, turn reptilian for a moment, and then that's it. Yeah. Mm. There's a scene later on where his face does a weird shift, but then it's yes. sort of forgotten about after that. He almost looks like he might be morphing, then it becomes irrelevant it. again. <laughs> but it would have been Best good to ever. see him slowly turning into a monster. If... Oh, a slow devolution. Sorry, de-evolution throughout. <laughs> de de D-de-evolution. Oh, I don't know anymore. <laughs> That's evolution. <laughs> D-evolution, yeah, you said it. Sorry, It Would have been me. quite cool, but, you know, that, that didn't happen. Well, they escape, and now this is one of those famous teleporting scenes because they jump on, like, a, a grapple grinder that you get in other games, but definitely not Mario. They just go all the way through a building, which I thought was a separate building, but it turns out it's not, and they end up in the police station where we started off just now. But because they knew we were confused, they say that out loud for us, so we know where we are. <laughs> and then... Tell, don't show. <laughs> we get to the garage of the police station, because everything's just unlocked for these guys, and they steal a police car. It's <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> because they're like well not everything can just be unlocked let's explain how they've gotten in this 
and that can turn it on. And Luigi says, well, I spend all my time playing video games at home. And then he hotwires this well, completely yeah. alien technology. Yes. I spend all my time <laughs> just, I think he says sat on his butt or something, just playing video games. That's really yes. alienating the audience of, <laughs> the target audience of this movie, in a way. I'm just lazy, really. Lazy playing games. You know me. But that's where he learned that skill. That now we all know how to hotwire an alien police car <laughs> because we've all played video games, non-specific video games. The car did look fucking cool though. It looked like something out of Mad Max. Sick, yeah. Like they had bars all on the windows and stuff, and they had like these big like scoop things on the front and stuff. It was. It looked like a cow catcher yeah, yeah. or a, a, a plow. Yeah, yeah. Know, but yeah, but it had police across the front. Endless sparks. Every vehicle in this universe just has sparks flying off of it constantly. It's going to be a lot of burning wires. Yeah. That's all I was thinking. I was like, they're, they're going to have some shorts, is what's going to happen here. <laughs> well, they they speed through a city, and it like cuts here and there, so we can't really follow what's going on. And that's because you can't comprehend how they end up where they are, which is just in a random tunnel where they shoot out the side of a cliff, and they're saved by some fungus that they break through, yeah. and they fall all the way down to the bottom of the cliff, and then the car stops there and they can get out safely there's a, there's a bit about there's john leguizamo when he talks about this movie says that it was quite an adult movie and then the studio wanted it to be more aimed at kids and i really felt like this scene summed that up as they're like smashing and driving through a dystopian world and every now and again it just cuts to them two going you're a terrible driver well you should drive next time and then they go through a tunnel <laughs> then get caught by a big bogey yeah. That goes, and then a big yeah. boing sound effect. But I thought what was what was strange was um, they're being chased by the police and they're being flanked by two police cars being shot at. And then Mario slams on the brakes and those two cars shoot past each other and start shooting past him and start shooting each other. And then they go through the tunnel and they can't stop because there are no brakes. Hmm. No, he goes on top of another car <laughs> coming towards him, doesn't he? Uh, not not for that bit now. Oh, that's before. Don't I worry think. about it. I've, yeah. I've, I found. <laughs> you're think, so you're thinking too much, mate. You just got to let it happen. It's <laughs> never. <laughs> also, how do they have an escape route when all the cars are on predetermined cables? How do they get away? Oh, it's like a Tesla, mate. It's always charging until it's not. It's, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think you need charge to drop off of a cliff. To be fair. <laughs> The uh, it was the slowest car chase in history. I reckon they were maxed out at about twenty five mile an hour. <laughs> it was this impossibly is tram slow. speed. Yeah. Tram speed yeah. car chase. Ding ding. <laughs> <laughs> well, those guys that crashed are probably okay then. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> we cut back to Cooper's like lab at this point because he's sick of these boys not being caught, and he blames it all on Spike and Iggy. Mm. So he puts them in the machine, and they're they're afraid they're going to be de evolved. God, I wish we had a word for that. Uh, but instead, <laughs> he switches it to evolve, uh, and he makes them both uh, autistic, I guess. Yeah, yeah they, they're no more useful, but they can do square roots really fast now. <laughs> can they, though? Because he says, he knew, he knew he was clever, because he says, what's the square root of uh, 26,481? And as we all know, it's nine, uh, 191. It isn't. It's 162. <gasps> Are you saying this movie's shit? I'm saying I'm saying that surely if you're putting that in the script, you would at least put it in a calculator first. You wouldn't just pick a number out your ass. 
It's one of two things. It's either they meant it and the machine never really evolved them, or they thought nobody would ever sit down to actually <laughs> analyse this movie. <laughs> if that was an option all along, why didn't they do that when he was picking up like the wrong girls through the first fucking month of this this whole ordeal? You would evolve them. Why is the biggest question in this movie. <laughs> Why isn't Cooper spending all his time in the Evolve machine? Yeah. Then, then he'll know everything. Just become an omnipotent being. You pointing out that he wasn't right anyway does add to them being equally as useless after this as before this. They're no better. Mm. They serve no they have a better vocabulary. That's about it. Yeah. They're not they're not bright lads, are they? And even if they were the intelligence they gained, none of us would want Rain Man on our team when we're trying to do anything anyway. Especially if they can't even get the numbers right. <laughs> All they did was say a number quicker. <laughs> I could do that. Twelve. But still wrong. I'm as right as they were. Now Cooper's plan is kind of coming into place and he uses his little point and shoot gun to contact one of the security officers on this big sort of terminal that he's communicated with everyone across and he asks them if all the guards are now training with the devolution guns and whilst neither of you said that you had notes for this uh, i know if sam was here he would say that he has because hmm. here he asks what humans would be de-evolved into god it'd be really useful to have a word there <laughs> and he says oh, is it mice and the guard corrects him and says apes sir monkeys and Sam would say, not the same different. Thing. Those are absolutely not the same thing. <laughs> one or the other. They look similar, though, <laughs> don't it's they? It's definitely one of those, <laughs> but it's definitely not the other. <laughs> so now uh, Mario and Luigi are in the... I'm really sick of saying Mario and Luigi. <laughs> My mouth can't take it anymore. Mario and Luigi. Mario and Luigi are in the desert. This is where they crash through that tunnel and they're wandering around. And they run into Iggy and Spike and there's like a bit of a kerfuffle and they manage to capture them. But then they team up and they spot this like big old, what looks like a garbage truck. But they break into the back. There's some dudes with gas masks on in there. They beat them up. They put the gas masks on and they sneak into the facility back into Dino Town. Oh, let's just get back there. None of this stuff matters. We're back in Dino Town. They've got gas masks on. And now their plan is to go to uh, the club where Big Bertha was. <laughs> you did uh, miss the best insult that John Leguizamo said to Spike and Iggy. Called one of them Biscuit Head. If that isn't a scathing <laughs> hit it is in a is in a self, I don't know what is. Deleted the episode, Biscuit Head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. What, Fuck you, baby sucker! What did she? <laughs> what did she look like? She was really round. That's what. That's what he says about Big oh, Bird. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> she was really round. <laughs> well, they arrive at the club. Assumedly, it's called the Cooper Club because everything in this movie is just something we have with Cooper in front of it. And again, Luigi and Mario are in like bold colours. Luigi is in red again. Wrong. But this time, Mario is in yellow, which is a colour of a character from the game, but again, not his. It's like whoever wrote this just sort of heard about the game and had seen maybe a clip of it and just did all this from memory. And I'm not the first person to say that. The reviews I read for bad reviews are all people being like, <laughs> this is nothing like the game! But in their defence, this is nothing like the game. And I don't want to see an hour and 45 minutes of just two dudes jumping around, but you could get a lot closer than this. She's she's named after the fish from the game, mate. What more do you want? 
perfectionist. Princess Daisy, like in the game. <laughs> Daniela, like, oh no, wait. <laughs> it's this bit where they have that dance, isn't it? Where he's trying to get the, the stone off around Big Bertha's neck. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. This is where he dances with her. Mario is like the sexiest man alive and can seduce anyone. So. I mean, to be fair, it's Big Bertha. I mean, when they're not like <laughs> setting the bar high. She's a very yeah. round, corpulent woman, I'll have <laughs> You biscuit head. It's a, it's a weirdly sexual scene for a kid's movie as he bites the rock from between her cleavage. Yeah. And apparently in the original idea, they were going to have strippers. But then producers stepped in and said, uh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe don't do strippers. I think it's a bit on the nose, you know. It's just, there's strippers in every level of the game. We don't want to just be too close. <laughs> Women just don't pay the bills anymore. <laughs> Putting Luigi through college. <laughs> they managed to get the rock from around her neck. And then there's like a whole kerfuffle on the dance floor. But then Lena, I think is her name. She's Cooper's mistress or some bullshit. She's played by the woman who was Petunia Dursley in oh, Harry you. Potter. Fiona Shaw, mate. <laughs> yes. Absolute legend of the screen. I thought she was pretty good in this. I think she's great in everything. And yeah, yeah she did her best with... Whatever the fuck this was. <laughs> uh, yeah, and obviously they catch him because Mario is in the brightest yellow suit ever. Mm. Do they get arrested here? No, they go to the back room, don't they? They do go to the back room and Big Bertha gives him a big old kiss, a very sexually They just kiss. robbed her. How is yeah. Apparently that's what she's <laughs> yeah. been waiting for. I mean, I get that it's a mm. reference to the game, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> the movie needs to happen, Carl, Okay. <laughs> Yes, and <laughs> Big Bertha kisses them on the lips and then gives them two rocket boots each and they fly out of the room or jump, one of them. I can't remember which it is at this point. Yeah. But you specifically mentioned this scene earlier, Johnny. Why is why was this prescient for you? It's it's the part where they you see them load the little gun, the bullet things into the back. Yeah, the bullet bills. Yeah, and then they jump, they fly out of the ceiling holding onto the crate through the glass... Uh, with like ceiling above them and then they land and that I'd, I designed in a little notepad my own little rocket boots because of this scene oh that's so sweet that's so sad <laughs> yeah it was fucking sad but when he was a kid it really mate. really did he didn't do it he, after this he, he I... didn't say when he was a kid it could have been this afternoon <laughs> it was, I was picturing <laughs> this afternoon when you said it <laughs> but that that bit was really really stuck in my head really stuck in my head <laughs> I'm worried that they're not called bullet bills, you know. I don't know if I'm just thinking of Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. Oh, yeah, there's, they're bullet bills because there's a sign in okay, this okay. movie that says bullet bills. Oh, okay. Oh, thank God. I love it when it tells us. <laughs> well, as they're running away, they get pinned between some, like, normal soldiers and some Goombas on this big old, like, walkway. One of them's got a flamethrower uh, and the Goomba has, like, one of those electroplod uh, guns. Here, Luigi takes a moment to, like, say just things that have happened in the movie. He says, soldiers, Goombas, Daisy, The Rock, to remind us all we will be here. <laughs> Why we're here, rather. And I honestly feel like this scene was for specifically me, because this is where I paused the movie and I came back <laughs> in on the scene, and I could not remember a single thing that had happened. Previously on Super Mario yeah. Brothers 1993. I refused to rewind, but luckily he said those four magic words and I knew everything that had happened <laughs> and somehow had taken an hour to get through. 
And now we just cut away from that. They get away somehow. I don't think... Do you remember how? No. I don't think it's important. Not really. Yeah, they just get away. They teleport, probably. The problem is he didn't tell us later on. He didn't give us a reminder <laughs> that it's gone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just love this next scene now. Because Cooper's sat back in his little terminal office with all those consoles in front of him. And he's just ordering pizza from a guy. <laughs> but to remind you, this is an alien place. He, he has pterodactyl tail... Dino, lizard, hold the mammal, and no worms on the pizza. Just just to remind you, this is another dimension. Mm. But the movie forgets to replace pizza, the famous Italian dish. <laughs> well, dino what? and pterodactyl are both dinosaurs. So have they evolved <laughs> no. into human-like things too, or did they not? Are they cannibals? Because he says he's descended from a T-Rex, which means that others aren't. So is he just... Are they just getting people off the street and going into Papa John's? <laughs> Come on, out the back, you. We need some more dino tails. <laughs> Do they have tails? They look human to me. <laughs> Apart from when you're crushed by rocks and then you turn back into a dinosaur. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? This movie is just saying things at this point and assuming we will continue to watch. I'm going to uh, give you my first Dennis Hopper moment. Uh, moment? Oh, excellent. Uh, Favourite moment. This is when he was trying to find death in a Mexican jungle. In order to play a small <laughs> part... <laughs> In order to play a small part in a B-movie called Jungle Warriors, Hopper travelled to Mexico where he had an unimaginable misadventure. After ingesting a mixture of tequila and LSD, the actor experienced terrible hallucinations and stripped off his clothes before wandering naked into the jungle. When local police found him, he tried to bait them into shooting him by fighting them and even begging them to kill him. These are not as fun facts as I wanted, Johnny. (laughs) It's quite harrowing. I feel bad for laughing uh, no, no, he's dead now. What of Mexican jungle? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it comes for us all in the end. <laughs> well, now Mario and Luigi have ended up where they've wanted to be all along in the boiler room of Dino Land, and they just start loosening every valve fucking possible. They're going to freeze this place to the core, and now. We're at the 115 mark of the movie, and I only know that because this is where, after concocting this plan, they jump in that elevator, and they've got their famous suits on, boys, and they're wearing the right colours. Can we yeah. discuss the plan, though? Because I assume the plan is, because it's mentioned later that lizard people are all cold-blooded. Oh, shit, yeah, I guess that's why they did so, it. So, good plan, right? Good plan. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Never mentioned again, doesn't achieve anything. All the pipes are frozen later on, but... The only people who complain about being cold are the kidnapped women. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, that would have been an interesting point. And then all the innocents you kill, along with that as well, who are just trying to live their lives under this fascist leader. But we get a super slidey tunnel later on, once all that comes from this. Is it green like in the game? No. No, no, it's not, is it? (laughs) But there is a tunnel, and that's enough, isn't it? Oh, we've we've jumped over meeting Yoshi. We have. He's in it later. We can mention okay, it then. And they right. don't even call him Yoshi for like five scenes. Yeah. He's the only one who actually looks like his character. No, he doesn't. Does he? No, he fucking doesn't. He looks like a little dinosaur. I, I guess. But Yoshi doesn't look like a little dinosaur. Really? In the games? He's got a round, weird snout thing. He looks more like Snoopy. <laughs> <laughs> he is cute, Yoshi, but we'll, we'll get to him. Uh, so they put on their outfits. There's like an elevator ride where they hide behind the Goombas. And Luigi 
although there's been no setup for this at all, like rocks them, and then they no. all start dancing together. But this is actually set up for later on in the movie, where we yeah. find out Goombas love to dance, and Toad distracts people with music. They've got a rhythm in their soul, Ev. They've got a rhythm. Why? Why? Just why? Johnny, why? <laughs> Please. Hmm. The movie didn't tell me, so I need you to tell me. Oh, it tells well. you. It's because everybody loves to dance. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is that they're they're so stupid that they can't feel someone moving them around and that they're just very suggestible. They just assume it's the I music so. moving them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it moves us all in one way or another. Just gently yeah. grab them by the hips and rock them side touching to side. Touching me, touching <laughs> you. <laughs> everybody walk the dinosaur. Oh no. <laughs> well, they escape the through the hatch in the top of the <laughs> elevator, which are definitely always open, and they get away from all the Goombas. We cut over now to the, the cell where all the girls and Daisy are being held. Oh no, at this point, Daisy's been moved and she's being kept with Yoshi, who is just a little dinosaur that's in this, and I think this is the first time his name is said. Yeah. Or maybe it's a few scenes on that, but it doesn't matter. He has absolutely no contribution to the plot other than being another thing you can point at and go, game? He bites bites Lena on the foot and seemingly doing no damage, and she stabs him, seemingly doing no damage. She stabs him. And Daisy just ditches him as he gets shanked. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers for that. (laughs) They're treating him like he was a dog aren't they? Because they've got him chained up and he's the royal pet or something that they call him. I was convinced he was going to be the dad. Is it the equivalent Uh of, like, Michael Jackson keeping a chimp then? An evolved dinosaur keeping an unevolved dinosaur. (laughs) What was it? Bobo? Is that his monkey's Bubbles the chimp. Bubbles. Bobo. (laughs) Bubbles. It's not the worst thing he did. Uh, (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) Absolute egg sucker. <laughs> Very good. Yes, Yoshi saves her and she gets away. And she gets to like some other, it's another plain white room with another one of these like units in. And this is a, the point and click one. This is where it's confusing as to how you confuse, uh, you would control this. And Yoshi is, has now escaped that woman. She's just give. Is this a time crisis reference? It looks like time. Oh, that's what I wrote. So it's the, the screen comes on. Let's explain it for people. And you you take out the gun and like time crisis, you point and you you click the. But it's just a computer screen. So you point at like the menu. You open settings. Yeah. You turn down the fucking gamma. <laughs> but yeah, it's just almost as many references to time crisis as the actual Mario <laughs> game in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> What's she actually doing here? Oh, she's talking to Mario and Luigi and she's guiding them back to where she is because they're lost in like the the tunnels of the Koopa Tower they're in. And then as they get there, they can hear her calling. Uh, Koopa just arrives and arrests all of them. Speaking of Koopa's arrests, I'm going to give you my second Dennis Hopper thing. This is when he shot a tree on LSD. Although Hopper has been reportedly arrested at least seven times, this one stands out because of the bizarre nature of the events leading up to it. It involves him dropping acid and shooting a tree due to the intensity of his hallucinations. Hopper's biographer, Tom Folsom, gave the details of the incident. Hopper won LSD in a poker game, dropped it, and while tripping, shot a three fifty-seven into a tree thinking it was a grizzly bear. He then fled the scene, was eventually arrested and put in the same jail in which he filmed Easy Rider. And this man thought the filming of this movie was unprofessional. 
<laughs> well, I was wrong about them all being arrested because in the scene just before then, uh, Daisy tells Mario that Daniela has actually been taken to the same place and he didn't know that she was kidnapped in the beginning because he just dropped her off at the house. Mm. So now he goes to save her. And so he does that. He sneaks into that room that they're all trapped in and he sneaks along the railings in the top. Daniela sees him and she's all quiet about it as they he tries to save them. But then one of her gobby mates shouts out and the Goomba sees Mario there and he starts just flamethrowering the room. I would have left her in the fucking room. Hi, Mario! <laughs> I'd be like, no, you're, there's no room, no room for you on this mattress. You're staying here, love. <laughs> Well, he swings down from the, the railing he's on and he boots that Goomba across the room and he manages to get them all through that slippy, slidey pipe we were talking about. On the Goomba mattress, is what he says. So is the Goomba sharing a room with them? <laughs> I'm going to go to sleep now. Don't try escape. Don't misbehave. Don't touch my gun. <laughs> Nobody leave. <laughs> you got to promise me that you're not going to steal my gun. Come on. Probably a slight flaw in de-evolving de- <laughs> your henchmen and then putting them in charge of anything. Yeah. And they have a brain the size of a peanut. True. <laughs> but it could be worse. You could have been de-evolved into fungus like uh, like what's it was. Which, following the same thought track as if they've been de-evolved, right, and they're dum-dums, like they're really thick. If he had been further de-evolved back to fungus which is how it's explained, he would have no thoughts, right? He wouldn't be sentient. But you were defending this movie. Um. <laughs> One I of am. us. One <laughs> of us. He's, like, giving them, like, little bombs, and he's giving them other stuff, and he's catching the car when it comes out the side of the fucking thing, catches Mario when he falls down the, the hole when they think they're flying, which we, we skipped over, but... So he he's helping them actively, but if he had been de-evolved, following what happens to the Goombas, then he wouldn't have any intelligent thoughts at all. Shit, you're right. We're an hour and twenty into this recording, and this is the first thing we found that's wrong. Well, <laughs> oh. even some films, even some. Well, somehow Luigi and Daisy, it's going to call her Gloria, might as well have, it's not as if it matters what her fucking name is. They got away from Cooper, and they all meet up with Mario and the other girls again. And this is the big confrontation, this is the fight scene. They use a, a rocket boot to, to kick him off the, the edge of the railing where they first entered Cooper World, whatever the place Rowan is called, and he falls into this, like, vat in the middle of the, the room. And I do like this, because it's a bit boss fighty, mm. like generic game boss fighting yeah. where he's like in a center point and he's got a grenade launcher it's not mario at all but <laughs> <laughs> it does feel somewhat like a game and then he's got mario like jumps across and he's hanging from the bottom of the vat and he's trying to climb up to get behind him somehow he does sneak in even though he's lumping around it's a very small space and cooper should know where he is but he does manage to get the jump on him and gets that gun away from him and they're scrabbling over the the rock and it falls down into like the pit below them. It's just a street, actually. And Lena, who we've not mentioned at all, really, apart from when we talked about the actor, uh, she grabs it and she jets off. She falls. She yeah. falls into oh, the yeah. street. Lena, she, who is only not in prison because Cooper just goes release her. <laughs> she betrayed him, stole the thing he wanted, and then gets arrested for it. And then I guess they forgot that. Oh, she's in scenes later on, so. <laughs> Probably that out. 
Also, <laughs> she falls onto this this thing and she gets electrocuted, right? She wouldn't be electrocuted. She's not like she's not earthed anywhere. It's like if you stand on like a train line and you're not touching the ground, you don't get electrocuted. So she's just being shocked for no reason. That is the oh, shit. That's first the bit of this movie. This movie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't figure out what her plan is. Because she steals the stone and she's like, oh no, I'm going to be in charge of the universe. Who says Why? that? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you? Because you're just going to be the woman who puts them together. Yeah. Even when he decides he's going to merge the universes, he still has an army because you'd still have to fight. Yeah. Exactly. Because I'm I'm convinced that he doesn't know that the other dimension is bigger than Manhattan. <laughs> Much bigger. <laughs> because his dimension is just one city. And he thinks that him and his 12 gumbers with their guns are going to just walk in and take over our entire dimension. I think he thinks it is just Manhattan. Also, neither of them can do anything. That's why they need Daisy, because she's the only one, for some reason, who can put the rock in the bigger rock. Why are they trying to merge the dimensions? They're... Their dimension fucking sucks, and they've got a portal into ours. Just come in. Your weird dystopian land covered in fungus, or mm. the place that you're jealous of because it's really nice. That but they would never fit been, in been because in. everyone would know that they're, they're lizard people because they look so different. Everyone nowadays <laughs> thinks they're lizard people. <laughs> so here's where we see Lena attempting to merge the two universes herself. That's why she needed Daisy. She gets absolutely fucking fried by this thing. Again, for like... Why? In the same five minutes. I, What's special about I, Daisy? You've got to stop asking why. <laughs> because at this point, we're not going to get to this. It all makes sense. <laughs> she gets like smashed into the wall. And Luigi says, well, she sure makes a good impression. And I get that she's made an impression in the wall. But you need a second part to that joke. The other impression... This is not the first time you've met. That's the issue. Why? <laughs> Mario confronts Cooper with a bomb that the fungus has showed him about. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> That's another thing from the game. It is a funny scene where he winds it up and Cooper stops as if like it's a gun or something he's got pointed at him and Mario puts it on the floor and it moves really slowly towards him, but it just falls off the edge. Sponsored by Reebok. And into the fungus. Did you, did you see that? Yeah, it had little Reebok, um, well, not shoes, but on the bottom of its stickers. feet, it had yeah Reebok yeah. stickers. Really? That was I one of the only bits of this movie I went, oh, that's actually a really funny scene, as yeah. the little bomb just keeps making his way and actually ends up where he's meant to be in the end. Mate, the fuse on that thing is unreasonably long. They go, he winds it up, they go into another dimension, do all this other shit, it comes back and it's still burning. The fuse on this thing is like less than a centimetre, I would say. And it's still burning. Nah, it's a Unless that too right? is sentiment and it wants to get to where it wants to be. Oh, it's got eyes. <laughs> it's got Reeboks. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you just said, because Lena pushed the rock somewhat into the, the meteor, and that's what you need to merge the two dimensions, Mario and Cooper specifically themselves get teleported over to the overworld and they have like a little kerfuffle in front of a bunch of people who are stood around in front of the dig site. I think this is solely just so Scapelli can show back up for a scene. So we have some mm. sort of resolution to that shit that we all forgot about as um, Cooper de- de- fucking 
devolves, de-evolves him into a chimp. And no one's face. I really wish devolve was a word call, but unfortunately we're stuck with de-evolve. <laughs> <laughs> he gets de-evolved back into a chimpanzee. Yeah, the chimpanzees we all evolved from. But but no one's no one's phased by it at all. Even his like his number two guy, he just picks him up and like is holding this chimp. He's like well, people cheer. Oh, well, that's weird, isn't it? This is this is a How peculiar. businessman who's just going about being a businessman. He wasn't kidnapping those women. All he does is have very punctual plumbers. Yeah. And he informs the university about the dinosaur bones they found instead of just blasting through them. Yeah. He could have just told nobody. No one had to know. He's a good guy. He's a good chimp. Anyway, he's done now. Uh, Mario holds up a very small mushroom to the de-evolver and it turns into a slightly bigger mushroom. So that mushroom evolved from a bigger mushroom? Yes, that mushroom was once a bigger mushroom, Carl. (laughs) (laughs) And he throws it like a frisbee and disarms... Who is it? Cooper? Fucking hell. I'm at the end of my fucking rope here, please. (laughs) (laughs) Disarms Cooper. And just before anything else else can happen, they're sent back to the other world because Daisy has managed to pull out the the small piece of rock from the big meteorite. And just as they arrive back, Cooper's everywhere, so you think it's all over anyway. But this is where Toad shows back up and the music comes back into play, boys, because everybody loves to dance. And Toad is here to play some sweet harmonica, uh, and they're all distracted. And in their regular, just sort of hustle about the set and look like you're doing action, but really all you're doing is scuffing along the floor, they manage to wrestle the gun from Cooper, and they shoot him a couple of times with the de-evolver. He turns into, like, a reptilian creature, then into a Tyrannosaurus Tyrannosaurus Rex, (laughs) and then just into Goop. Yep. And this is when I realised what this movie is. It references one thing more than it references Mario. It's the Wizard of Oz. We aren't in Brooklyn anymore. Yeah. Um, in order to use those stompy jumpy things, they have to click their heels together, and then a red light turns on. They do. The henchmen gain brains, Luigi gains a heart when he falls in love with Daisy, and then Mario ends up with bravery because he's afraid of heights and then has to fight Cooper on that thing. But in the original script, he had to climb up a skyscraper in order to fight a full-size T-Rex. And then right. at the end, he gets devolved <laughs> into goop. And at one point, he even says, I'm melting. Yeah, he does. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, there we it's go. the Wizard of Oz. It is. Oh, and they go to another land. Yeah. <laughs> Quite a big thing in the Wizard of Oz, yeah. See, this is why I didn't want to do this film that much. Because, <laughs> I, because I, didn't, I don't have it in me to have this be ruined. <laughs> oh, and because she's called Daisy, yeah. When her name's supposed yeah. to be Princess Peach, and I assume that's just because it starts with a D. So Daisy, Dorothy, um, close enough. I assume they were that's going the for only thing I disagree with, Carl, and that Daisy is in the games. He's what? She's the other princess. I think it's maybe Luigi's interest. I think it's because people were like, "Why is Luigi always like being the cuck?" Was in she the in the games in 1993? Peach. Oh, I don't know. I'm not enough of a game historian uh, yeah, to know. Perhaps she was so, inserted unless afterwards. the character is based on this. Imagine if we did our research, eh? I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, the villain is defeated, and our boys are celebrated as heroes. They do. Everybody celebrates. They do a little lap of everyone in the cl- crowd and get claps uh, on their little rocket boots. The the Goombas take a very much. Uh, we were just following orders approach <laughs> and just put their down their guns and. 
reintegrated as society. Off to the uh, Hague. The, we cut to... <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the big old mushroom thing on the ceiling. That was in a few scenes, but it was not worth noting. That was the king. And he just drops down from the ceiling and re-evolves into the king. Right. Heaven knows why. Does that mean all science experiments just undo themselves after scientists die? He wasn't re-evolved or evolved or whatever <laughs> term it's is used. So it's either that or he always had that opportunity and just never did. He also re- evolves back into having clothes on. He also evolves into Lance Henriksen. Yeah. <laughs> very famous actor, which means these arrogant bastards thought they were getting a sequel they absolutely thought they were getting a sequel because the next scene is that well she yeah the next scene is she shows up at the at their flat to say i need your help and she's all armed up with her gun looking like a guerrilla warrior yeah probably fighting her dad if we're honest we don't know this is a good guy no one's that sad he's gone and no one knows he's back when they're all cheering no at the end when everyone's dancing around at the end no one knows he's back they just know cooper's gone and no land ends up that shit in 20 years. Yeah. they. Uh, she comes in through the door and says, you're never going to believe this. And Mario immediately says, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> believe what? She's not told you anything yet. <laughs> also, there's a bit on the telly saying earlier this day, uh, and it's like, Mario, we're on the telly, we're on the telly. And in the news report, they're saying earlier this day, the Goombas came through or whatever and turned Matey Boy into a chimp. So between that morning and now, there seems to have been a huge civil war. I don't know if time passes differently, but it's gone to shit real fucking quick. She met Dad once and realised, oh, this is a bad guy. We've all been there. This is not the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Cooper was this actually This guy is a fungus goodie. still. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thankfully, boys, and even though Johnny did get me at the very beginning of this podcast, thankfully there was never a sequel to this. <laughs> and before we get to our opinions about this wonderful joyride we've had, shall we get into some bad reviews? Mm. And I know you've got some calls, so do you want to go first? I can go first. So this is Bob Hoskins' 2011 interview where he was asked, <laughs> what's the worst job you've done? And he said, the Super Mario Brothers. What's been your biggest disappointment? The Super Mario Brothers. And if you could edit your past, what would you change? I wouldn't do the Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's another one. That says, the whole experience was a nightmare. It had a husband and wife team directing whose arrogance had been mistaken for talent. Fucking nightmare. Fucking idiots. <laughs> and that was Bob Hoskins again. <laughs> was it? That's amazing. That is excellent. <laughs> Still angry about this movie. I don't know why. 17 years later. Okay, I'll get into mine now. So this is... These are all from Letterboxd. And this first one is Trove. And he gave it half a star. The super piss shit kill yourself stupid ugly bastard bros movie. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Now this next one I'll give the name after. And I'll do the review first. But it's also half a star. I know I'm not alone on this. But man... Aren't Italians just the worst? Not just because they're slippery and tumultuous, but mostly because they're annoying and bad at math. So when I got asked on a date to see the Super Mario Bros. movie, I knew I'd need to do a near-lethal dose of drugs to inoculate myself long enough to not screen obscenities at the screen for hours on end. Is this Dennis Fortunately Hopper? Fortunately for everyone... 
<laughs> Fortunately for everyone, my date had a bit of a drug problem and a hankering for popcorn. <laughs> we spent the entire movie drooling, rubbing our buttery fingers on each other's sweaty bodies and hiding kernels in places that you would leave that would leave you confused for weeks. <laughs> Needless to say, we had a very creamy time. And that is from Timey Creamy Boy. <laughs> that is and, uh, fucking mental. I haven't made enough mistakes recently. It's here I realised that I was taking reviews from the wrong Super, Brother, Super Mario Brothers movie, and this is the 2023 one, right. but I thought they were applicable for both, so I left them in. Yeah. But I've just got two more from the actual movie here now. I like this one because he's, or she, has split it into sections. So this first one is general review. The most movie of all time. This movie was definitely a movie. It had a lot of actors and some... <laughs> Dialogue. I think there may have also been plot. Not 100% sure on that. Tips and tricks. To get the best viewing experience possible out of this movie, try the following. Wear a blindfold, wear earplugs. Target audience. If you've ever wondered what it's like to sit through an hour 44 of brutal, unrelenting torture, then you are the exact target audience for this movie and who it was aimed at. Conclusion. This movie managed to make me shed a lot of tears, not because it was sad, but because I kept thinking it was going to end, and it kept continuing. <laughs> okay, last one, and this is this is just part of, the, of another review I thought was funny. This is by Ben Affleck, and it's half a star. I'm one of the few people to have seen it in, in the theatre in 1993. I hated it even when I was 12 at the time. There was me, my friend, and another guy in the movie theatre, and the other guy kept laughing at every joke. I thought he might have been retarded to laugh at this nonsense. <laughs> there you Good go. lord. That leads quite nicely into what I wanted to say. <laughs> so I was looking into the making of this. And the first draft was written by the writer of Rain Man. And it was a story about two brothers who go on a road trip. And I can't help but think that maybe he just took his Rain Man script... Find and replace Rain Man, Luigi, because that is the plot of Rain Man, and even everyone else thought so. And I just like, wonder which one of them was going to be autistic in this movie. <laughs> and Dustin Hoffman was also all, also almost Rain Man. Rain Man also almost Mario. Mario, fucking <laughs> hell! Jesus Christ, would have been fucking terrible. Yes, thank God this wasn't terrible. And that brings us nicely to the main question of the pod. And this was your pick, Johnny. Mm. So this question's coming at you first. Yeah. Johnny, so you think that was good, do you? <sighs> well, like so often when we do these things, I go into it with a certain mindset of how I felt after the film, and then we tear it to shreds, and then <laughs> I come out feeling slightly different. But I'm going <laughs> to... I'm not even going to read what I read. What? Sorry, read what I wrote because reading it back now, it is it's embarrassing. Frankly, <laughs> uh, I did. I did still really like this film, but it clearly has a lot of issues. I think if if I didn't have the nostalgia that I had um, from when I was little, there is no way that I would enjoy this film, and I can understand why you didn't. I will say that the the sets in it were amazing. But that's pretty much where it ends, I think. 
it's the, <laughs> I think the actors, given what they were given, did all right jobs. I think Bob Hoskins was pretty good. I think it was one of John Leguizamo's first films as well, wasn't it? It was like his first or second That's one, fair. I think. Yeah, it's, it's, he did fine. <laughs> it's it's really hard to pick up the pieces after what we've just done. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, it, it it wasn't great. It wasn't it wasn't great. No. I don't think it was good, but I did enjoy it, so that's that's different. Carl, best movie ever, mate. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, no, I mean, I don't really don't know where to start apart from everything we've said for the past hour and forty minutes. It's just awful, and the only interesting thing about it is everything that happened in the behind the scenes stuff. This movie went through an incredible number of rewrites because the two directors apparently decided this was going to be their Batman, somehow. Quote. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh. Not, not quite. Yeah, you can sort of see the issue. It's a lot of some things, and therefore also a lot of nothing. It's so many different ideas shoved together. A whole lot of Wizard of Oz. And... <laughs> <laughs> As we discovered. And I don't know what the message is. It's a bunch of people banished to an awful dimension because a meteor hit. They didn't do anything wrong. Living the worst life, and we need to stop them coming over to the nice dimension, and then we succeed. Hurrah, the end. Mm. <laughs> it's all a bit bleak when you put it like that. Yeah. Because <laughs> they don't look like us. <laughs> Except they do. <laughs> yeah, they definitely do, yeah. Exactly the same. I'm sorry, Johnny. I know this holds a special place in your heart, but Held. this is what this podcast is for. Yeah. <laughs> this was atrocious. <laughs> from beginning <laughs> to fucking end. I really wanted to, to find something in it I could enjoy, just to have some nugget for you, but this is up there for me and the, the worst movies I've ever watched, not just for the pod, but in fucking general. If I'd gone to the <laughs> cinema to see this, I'd have walked out in the first 20 minutes. You can keep my 20 quid. I'm fine leaving. This would have been a better movie if it was not connected to the Mario Bros. IP at all. This could have been some weird cult classic mm. where they're not plumbers, there's no weird name drops, Agreed. and this is just a weird dystopian movie. They're really interesting things. We touched on a few of them, and what I really liked was that there was this mushroomy boy that had been turned into this monster by the villain, and a whole subplot which could have taken place where that thing you did, that really evil thing you did, that it could have been your friend, someone you worked with, is slowly taking over the city that you've inherited as a monster. But instead, that's all kind of like glazed over. And then he pops out as a human again at the end. Ah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. This wasn't Mario Bros. No. I didn't need it to be particularly, but I would have liked it to be something. The whole <laughs> this could be our Batman thing, I think, is where it falls short. Just... Make your yeah. own Batman thing then. Don't just get an existing IP and script and go, let's just change everything and make it dystopian, dreary, bit cyberpunk yeah. because yeah. that worked in Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Oh, I love those, but I'm so afraid to do them now. They, they, they took a really fantasy-based script and sci-fied the fuck out of it. The, the, the one that followed the Rain Man script was very much based on the game and then they got two writers to sci-fi it up and then nintendo was still cool with that and they went no it's not sci-fi enough i want a dinosaur city through a portal in a different dimension because they got knocked through there by a meteorite that was all mm. them 
and it's all fucking awful. And when you have to have an opening monologue going, imagine all these things happened. <laughs> okay. You're going to need some setup. Yeah. Get, get pen and paper ready. You might wonder this. how we got here. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I did say in my, um, in my initial like roundup thing, uh, it was, it's a feature-length film based on a computer game. I think they did as good as they could have. But thinking about it now, it's a 16-bit computer game and they had so much room to play with that. They could have done so yeah. much with all of those characters, made them even look like some of them, you know? That would have been helpful. <laughs> but... the, Mario, the Mario games have a lot of very distinctive worlds, yeah. and yet they made a world that looks like none of them. They could have gone to different worlds. They could have could have been dimensions within the dimensions. It could have been like that. Yeah, it needn't have been like the big fan. I know this film probably had a budget, and that's why they couldn't do a lot. But just like there are magma worlds, there are underwater worlds. Just do some of yeah. those. It can't be that hard to do. But hey, we got the new one that's out now. Maybe that's good. Although from the reviews, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Since they were indistinguishable to me from these reviews. Well, looking into this, though, I read that the first good video game based movie apparently is Detective Pikachu. It is not That good. movie's fucking I, terrible. I've not seen tried it. to watch that it. ending. It's real bad. Is I did not get to the ending. <laughs> I turned it off, and I like Pokemon. I mean, but it's it's Resident Evil, though, right? Uh, the like the older ones, not the TV series. Yeah, the early two thousands. Uh, Mila Jovovich. Yeah, I like those. They aren't the most accurate, but the first couple are pretty good. Yeah, I really like them. Mm. It's that or the first it's, two particularly. It's that yeah, or it's but... Alien versus Predator. <laughs> I suppose that was a game. That, that, was, was, a, that was a nineties or early eighties game. I mean, yeah. late eighties game. Movie. It's not Detective Pikachu. I did like the Assassin's Creed film, and a lot of people didn't, but I I thought that was good. But then I fucking love Assassin's Creed, so I went to the cinema to see that with my granddad. He was so excited. But I'd had a spliff beforehand and he surprised texted me and I was like, oh, I've got to go with him. He's asking me. And I fell asleep. <laughs> and then he, I woke up for the, like, the last shot of the movie and then the credits rolled and he was like, oh, that was really good, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I love Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Tell you what, boys, after that absolute shit show, shall I give you my last Dennis Hopper story? Yes. This is when he snorted a dead woman's ashes. <laughs> despite the twisted nature of the previous entry this easy rider tale takes the cake everyone wanted to kill one another or put the other one in institutions jack nicholson once said and stories like these reinforce the wild claim nicholson hopper and fonda consumed a lot of drugs during the making of easy rider they spent the time most of the time at the headquarters of the production company where secretaries had specialized training to deal with severe drug addicts one day the three stars ended up snorting the remains of the executive's dead wife whilst they were looking for cocaine fucking hell <laughs> that's mad i reckon he could give robert downey jr a run for his money back in his heyday <laughs> Join us again next what, week. Yeah, what a note to end on. Thank you, boys, so much for joining me. And thank you all for listening. Please remember to give us a five-star review over on Apple Pods and Good Pods and find us on socials at So You Think Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Join us again next week where we will likely make uh, an equal mistake in watching this by watching the number 23 starring... 
Jim Carrey. If we do indeed watch that, it might turn out to be so bad we can't do it. And if Evan doesn't delete it after you've watched it. <laughs> if I don't delete this episode, we can't. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Until then, I absolutely deserved every second of this. Goodbye. Everybody walk. <laughs> the dinosaur. The dinosaur.